0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 59 of Be With Me. Today's title is that Jesus Goes Postal. And we're going to ask the question today, what does he go postal about and why? Jesus has a physical response to some sort of a violation and we got to figure out what it is. Here we go. This is from John chapter 2, verses 13. And following. The Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons, and the money changers sitting were sitting there. And making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen, and he poured out the coins of the money changers, and overturned their tables. And he told those who sold pigeons, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of trade. Verse 17, his disciples remembered that it was written, this is from Psalm 69, verse 9, Zeal for your house will consume me. All right, so Jesus goes postal here. He makes a whip. He says things. He overturns tables. Coins are on the ground. Animals are running all over. He's smacking things with the whip. He has a physical response to some sort of a violation against the temple. Now, these people, in a sense, were providing a service. People traveled to Jerusalem. This is the first recorded Um, holiday, high holiday that Jesus was celebrating. This is his first Passover in his public ministry, uh, his 30th Passover or whatever of his uh, lifetime. Now the amazing thing is, is that Jesus lets lots of evil slide in his life. He lets the the oppression of the Roman Empire and unjust taxation maybe, and uh, Herod the Great who kills a bunch of babies, he lets that slide. Uh, Herod's sons lets that slide personal things, sexual sins of people that are around him, evil people that are around him um even within his group, you've got knuckleheads are us, Peter and the normal disciples, and then you've got the super betraying Judas, he lets all that go, but this he does not let go, he cannot let go he's got a a death grip on this on the temple. He couldn't leave this alone. This zeal got him. Okay, so why? What's the big deal about the 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 temple? Now these people uh, provided a service. People needed money changing. They needed oxen. They needed sheep. They needed pigeons, but not in the the father's house that interfered with the outer court of the temple where the non-jews the Gentiles would come the righteous Gentiles would come and worship so in a sense it was interfering with the worship of the one true God so that makes sense so let's talk about Jesus going postal when is it this is the the first time he goes postal he actually does it again in mark 11 there's another clearing of the temple same topic same everything In that time, he says, my house shall be called my house. Here he calls it his father's house. Uh, Zeal for your house, my father's house, uh, uh, house of trade. In Mark 11, he calls it my house. This is the house of God. So where is this? This is the temple. So this is the most important people group in the world, it's the most important country in the world, Jerusalem is the most important city in the world, the Temple Mount is the most important one-block square, and then this is the most important building in on the planet in the entire world, entire universe. Why is that? Because God lives there, and God was geographically located in the temple until the Holy Spirit comes eventually. So, so, why, what gets them all? What gets Jesus all excited is he found them in there violating this temple. This is my father's house. This is his, his, rep, his presence, his person. You have no respect for him. Um, it's a house for God. And if you want to read about that, go back to Second Samuel chapter seven. Fantastic chapter about David building a house for God. And it says there uh, that David's not going to be able to build the temple, but Solomon gets to build a house for my name, for my reputation. So even Jesus recognizes that this is a special place uh, of his presence and communion and communication. And, uh, this zeal just gets a hold of him. Now, eventually God is going to decentralize his presence like today, for example, He's going to indwell people. So in John chapter 14, he says, I will ask the Father and he will give you another help, help, helper to be with you forever, forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or knows him. You know him for he dwells with you you and will be in you and then later verse 23 jesus answered if anyone loves me he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him in other words the house for god changes in john chapter 14 but in john chapter 3 it's the temple so here's the question would jesus go postal today now, historically, if you go to the temple, it's a historically important area. Jerusalem's an important city, and the Temple Mount is an important place. Uh, but would Jesus go postal today? No. Why is that? Because I believe that the house of God has changed. So Jesus would still have the same passion. He would have the passion for the place of God, for the home of God, for the house of God. But the question is, where is that now? Well, John 14 tells us it's left, he's left the building, if you will, and now he indwells believers. So here's the thing, is God still has the same zeal and same object of the zeal, that is the house of God, but the location of it has changed. The location now is inside believers. So this zeal where Jesus just goes postal, he has the same zeal for us now. He's going postal for us. That's what he did on the cross is he just went crazy for us because we now have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of us. We are the location of God. So now if Jesus would come back now, he would just be going postal, not for the temple, with all due respect. He would go postal for the people that are the temple, that are the house of God now.